0: Welcome back and thank you for joining me. Welcome back to Berean's Corner. I appreciate it on however you're hearing this podcast. Remember, you can find us through our Buzzsprout account, Berean's Corner. You can find us on iHeart, uh, Spotify, Apple, pretty much anywhere that you can find podcasts. We also have a YouTube channel, Berean's Corner, and the Instagram channel, Berean's Corner. On the YouTube, you can click the link tree and that'll lead you to all the other places that you can find us. Open your Bible to Exodus chapter 30. The title of today's lesson is The Altar of Incense, Exodus 30, and let's read.
1: Exodus 30. Make an altar of acacia wood for burning incense. It is to be square, a cubit long and a cubit wide and two cubits high. Overlay the top and all the sides and the horns with pure gold and make a gold molding around it. Make two gold rings for the altar below the molding, two on opposite sides, to hold the poles used to carry it. Make the poles of acacia wood, and overlay them with gold. Put the altar in front of the curtain that is before the ark of the testimony, before the atonement cover that is over the testimony, where I will meet with you. Aaron must burn fragrant incense on the altar every morning, when he tends the lamps. He must burn incense again when he lights the lamps at twilight so incense will burn regularly before the Lord for the generations to come. Do not offer on this altar any other incense or any burnt offering or grain offering and do not pour a drink offering on it. Once a year Aaron shall make atonement on its horns. This annual atonement must be made with the blood of the atoning sin offering for the generations to come. It is most holy to the Lord. Then the Lord said to Moses, When you take a census of the Israelites to count them, each one must pay the Lord a ransom for his life at the time he is counted. Then no plague will come on them when you number them. Each one who crosses over to those already counted is to give a half a shekel according to the sanctuary shekel which weighs twenty geras. This half shekel is an offering to the Lord. All who cross over, those twenty years old or more, are to give an offering to the Lord. The rich are not to give more than a half a shekel, and the poor are not to give less when you make the offering to the Lord to atone for your lives. Receive the atonement money from the Israelites and use it for the service of the Tent of Meeting. It will be a memorial for the Israelites before the Lord, making atonement for your lives. Then the Lord said to Moses, Make a bronze basin with its bronze stand for washing. Place it between the tent of meeting and the altar and put water in it. Aaron and his sons are to wash their hands and feet with water from it. Whenever they enter the tent of meeting they shall wash with water so that they will not die. Also, when they approach the altar to minister by presenting an offering made to the Lord by fire, They shall wash their hands and feet so that they will not die. This is to be a lasting ordinance for Aaron and his descendants for the generations to come. Then the Lord said to Moses, Take the following fine spices, five hundred shekels of liquid myrrh, half as much, that is, two hundred fifty shekels of fragrant cinnamon, two hundred fifty shekels of fragrant cane, five hundred shekels of cassia, all according to the sanctuary shekel, and a hin of olive oil. Make these into a sacred anointing oil, a fragrant blend, the work of a perfumer. It will be the sacred anointing oil. Then use it to anoint the tent of meeting, the ark of the testimony, the table and all its articles, the lampstand and its accessories, the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offering and all its utensils, And the basin with its stand. You shall consecrate them so they will be most holy, and whatever touches them will be holy. Anoint Aaron and his sons, and consecrate them so they may serve me as priests. Say to the Israelites This is to be my sacred anointing oil for the generations to come. Do not pour it on men's bodies, and do not make any oil with the same formula. It is sacred and you are to consider it sacred. Whoever makes perfume like it, and whoever puts it on anyone other than a priest, must be cut off from his people. Then the Lord said to Moses, Take fragrant spices, gum resin, onica, and galbanum, and pure frankincense, all in equal amounts, and make a fragrant blend of incense, the work of a perfumer. It is to be salted And pure and sacred. Grind some of it to powder and place it in front of the testimony in the tent of meeting, where I will meet with you. It shall be most holy to you. Do not make any incense with this formula for yourselves. Consider it holy to the Lord. Whoever makes any like it to enjoy its fragrance must be cut off from his people.
0: Okay, now the last time we were together. We looked at the priests being consecrated, the sacrifices, and the food of the priests. Today, we will look at the altar of incense. This altar of incense is very important to the Lord and his tabernacle as it is symbolic of prayer. Now, before we dig into this chapter, let's look at a few places that give us an example of the importance of incense. Excuse me. I'm going to take you to a few different places. First up, first up I want you to turn to the book of Psalms. I want you to go to Psalm 141. And when you get to Psalm 141, we're going to look at verses 1 and 2 with the focus being on verse 2. And let's see what David had to say. Psalm 141. O Lord, I cry upon thee, hasten to me, give ear to my voice when I call to thee. May my prayer be counted as incense before thee, the lifting up of my hands as the evening offering. Now, turn to the New Testament, to the Gospel of Luke, and let's see. Uh, And let's look at what Zechariah did. So turn to the book of Luke. And I want you to go to chapter one, Luke chapter one. If I went too far. There we go. Luke chapter one, and we're going to look at verses five to nine. In the days of Herod, king of Judea, there was a certain priest named Zacharias of the division of Abijah and he and his wife from the daughters of Aaron and her name was Elizabeth. They were both righteous in the sight of God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and requirements of the Lord. They had no child because Elizabeth was barren, and they were both advanced in years. Now it came about while he was performing his priestly service before God in The appointed order of his division, according to the custom of the priestly office, he was chosen by law to enter the temple of the Lord and burn incense. Now turn to Revelation and let's see what John wrote and saw. Turn to Revelation chapter five, Revelation chapter five, Revelation five and verse eight. When he had taken the book, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb, having each one a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are prayers of the saints. While you're in Revelation, go over to chapter 8. Go to the right a few pages to chapter 8. And let's look at verses 3 and 4. Another angel came and stood at the altar holding a golden censer. And much incense was given to him that he might add it to the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. The smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints went up before God out of the angel's hand. Now as with all the furniture that was to go in the tabernacle, there were details to be followed with the altar of incense as well. And I was just giving all that examples to show you how important incense are. I hope you kept your finger back at Exodus 30. So go back to Exodus 30 and let's pick up our our lesson for today. All right. I hope you kept your finger there because I I sure didn't. Okay. Now, there were details that had to be followed. Now, the altar was made for burning incense. It was made of acacia wood. Verse 1. Moreover, you shall make an altar as a place for burning incense. You shall make it of acacia wood. The altar was to be one cubit long, one cubit wide, two cubits high, and horns of one piece. We see this in verse 2. Its length shall be a cubit, and its width a cubit. It shall be square, and its height shall be two cubits. Its horns shall be of one piece with it. The altar was to be overlaid with pure gold and have a gold molding around it. Verse three, you shall overlay it with pure gold, its top and its sides all around and its horns, and you shall make a gold molding all around it. The altar was to have two gold rings on each side as holders for poles to carry it. Verse four, you shall make two gold rings. For it under its molding, you shall make them on its two side walls, on opposite sides, and they shall be holders for poles with which to carry it. Two poles made of acacia wood and overlaid with gold were to be made. Verse 5, you shall make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. See, our Lord was very particular with how he wanted the things in his temple made. Next, we see the altar was to be put in front of the Holy of Holies. Look at verse six. You shall put this altar in front of the veil that is near the Ark of the Testimony in front of the mercy seat that is over the Ark of the Testimony where I will meet with you. Every morning when Aaron trims the lamps, he was supposed to burn incense. Verse seven, Aaron shall burn fragrant incense on it. He shall burn it every morning when he trims the lamps. Next, we see Aaron was to burn incense in the evening and it was to be perpetual from generate from the generations. Look at verse eight. When Aaron trims the lamps at twilight, he shall burn incense. There shall be perpetual incense before the Lord throughout your generations. Next, we see no strange or foreign incense was to be uh, uh, made on the altar. Look at verse nine. You shall not offer any strange incense on this altar or burnt offering or meal offering and you shall not pour out a libation on it. Next we see Aaron was to make a special sin removing and sin cleansing ceremony once a year. Verse 10 Aaron shall make atonement on his horns once a year. He shall make atonement on it with the blood of the sin offering of atonement once a year throughout your generations. It is most holy to the Lord. Once again, we see how thorough everything has to be. Now, as we move on in this chapter, there are mandates given, and we will break them down in four parts. Number one if you were 20, uh, in order uh, to not get hit with plagues, you had to make a sacrificial ransom. 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 Excuse me. If you were over 20. Let's look at verses 11 through 16 to explain this. The Lord also spoke to Moses saying, When you take a census of the sons of Israel to number them, then each one of them shall give a ransom for himself to the Lord when you number them, that there may be no plague among them when you number them. This is what everyone who is numbered shall give half a shekel according to the shekel of the sanctuary. The shekel is 20 gerahs." Half a shekel is a contribution to the Lord. Everyone who is numbered from 20 years old and over shall give the contribution to the Lord. The rich shall not pay more and the poor shall not pay less than the half shekel. When you give the contribution to the Lord to make atonement for yourselves, you shall take the atonement money from the sons of Israel and shall give it for the service of the tent of meeting. It may be a memorial for the sons of Israel before the Lord to make atonement for yourselves. Number two. The priest had to wash their hands and feet or die. We see this in verses 17 through 21. Let's continue. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, you shall also make a laver of bronze with his base of bronze for washing. And you shall put it between the tent of meeting and the altar and you shall put water in it. Aaron and his sons shall wash their hands and their feet uh, from it. When they enter the tent of meeting, they shall wash with water that they may not die. Or when they approach the altar to minister by offering up in smoke, a fire sacrifice to the Lord. So they shall wash their hands and their feet that they may not die. And it shall be a perpetual statute for them, for Aaron and his descendants throughout their generations. Listen, the Lord was serious about about what he commanded. Aaron and his sons had to wash their feet or die. You know, you don't just go in the Lord's presence and do what you want. Number three, in order to worship God, you had to uh, prepare anointing oil or be cut off from the people. We're going to see this in verses 22 through 33. Father, read with me. Moreover, the Lord uh, spoke to Moses, saying, Take also for yourselves the finest of spices, a flowing myrrh, 500 shekels, and a fragrant cinnamon, half as much, 250, and a fragrant cane, 250, and of cassia, 500 according to the shekel of the sanctuary, and of olive oil, a hen. You shall make of these a holy anointing oil, a perfume mixture, the work of a perfumer. It shall be a holy anointing oil. And with it, you shall anoint the tent of meeting and the ark of the testimony and the table and all his utensils and the lampstand and his utensils and the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offering and all his utensils and the labor and his stand. You shall also consecrate them that they may be most holy. Whatever touches them shall be holy. You shall anoint Aaron and his sons and consecrate them that they may minister as priests to me. You shall speak to the sons of Israel, saying, This shall be a holy anointing oil to me throughout your generations. It shall not be poured on anyone's body, nor shall you make any like it in the same proportions. It is holy, and it shall be holy to you. Whoever shall mix any like it, or whoever puts any of it on a layman, shall be cut off from his people. Now, to worship God. Specific spices and incense had to be used or you will be cut off from God's people. We see this in verses. 34 through 38. Then the Lord said to Moses, take for yourself spices. Uh, uh, Stashti and Amuchi and uh, uh, Gobanum spices with pure frankincense there shall be an equal part of each and with it you shall make incense a perfume the work of a perfumer salted pure and holy you shall beat some of it very fine and put part of it before the testimony in the tent of meeting where i shall meet with you it shall be most holy to you the incense which you shall make you shall not make in the same proportions for yourselves it shall be holy to you for the lord whoever shall make any like it To use as perfume shall be cut off from his people. Now, what does this tell us? That worship is to be pleasing to God. Worship is not to be pleasing to man. It has always bothered me when I hear churches saying that they need to, you know, tweak their worship in order to bring in the younger crowd. What we learned today is that worship is to be pleasing to God it is not to be pleasing to other people. Let's do something to make it where people want to come here. No, worship needs to be pleasing to God. Now, let's remember what it said in John four and twenty four. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And that's how the Lord wanted the people in this day to worship him and God never changes. He's the same yesterday, today and forever. And it's the same way he wants us to worship him today. Okay, people that brings us to the end of Exodus chapter 30. I do. Thank you for joining me. I very appreciate you very much. Once again, remember you can find this podcast on all kind of podcast mediums, wherever you find this at, give it a like or whatever they have over there. If you go to the YouTube page, uh if you would do me a favor and check out some of the videos subscribe and like over there and go to the instagram page and follow me there and i'll be honest i'm not on instagram a lot but i'll try to stick my head in here or there and, and talk to the people other than that that's all for now god bless